Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Can you feel the heat down in your soul? Kevin Rogers with you here on 560 WQAM. All-star game coming up in a bit, and no one really cares about it here because the NBA is has steamrolled the headlines. I'm not even talking to NFL either. That just shows you the power of the NBA. Raptors win the championship. Free agency starts. The whole league goes up in flames with all the movement. But is the next move going to be Russell Westbrook going to the Heat? That's the question. And to answer that potentially, or potentially, did I make my word there, Danny? Potentially? I did. I did. Sorry. Ira Winterman of the South Florida Sun Sentinel, live from Las Vegas, joining us here on 560 WQAM. Ira, how are you? I am doing good, and I might have the answer to your question of the day. Oh, you're talking about Arnett Moultrie? No, I was <laughs> Oh, that was my question whether, of the day. Whether Russell Westbrook will show up, although that sounds fascinating too. I, I, I said that I needed Ira's view on Arnett Moultrie because I was looking back at first-round picks, and I said, I don't remember this guy, and I said, Ira will, so I thought you would give us a brief synopsis on his career. Yeah, Moultrie was actually part of a trade with the 76ers to acquire a future second-round pick. So when you go through the Heat Media Guide, there's a bunch of guys they drafted who never stepped foot in the Heat, and Arnett Moultrie uh, would fill that categorization. Okay, good. At least we got that out of the way. Now to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> All right, so what's the latest you've heard with him? I, I think he's coming. I, I, I spoke to someone who's involved in the situation or close to the situation. Might be a better way of saying that. And I was told, yeah. I, I basically had asked someone, am I wasting my time tracking this story? And I was told, no, you are not wasting your, st- your time. And K-Rod, think about it. It seems like every time there's been a heat rumor of, of any subsequence or, or consequence that's lingered this long, the Heat have wound up getting the player. It's not a matter of free agency where they're one of six people in the room with Kevin Durant, one of three people in the room with Gordon Hayward, but it seems like, oh, the Heat's going to get Jimmy Butler. The Heat got Jimmy Butler. The Heat's going to make a trade or get this player. The Heat gets that player. Yeah, I, I think we're very much trending in that direction. You know, it's so interesting that the Heat get Jimmy Butler. Okay, that's it. The Heat are done with their big moves. And then when Kawhi Leonard decides to go to the Clippers and out of nowhere snatches Paul George away from Oklahoma City, I mean, I'm stating the obvious, but if Kawhi doesn't do all of this, then Russell Westbrook's not on the block, right? I mean, this feels like the Thunder now are totally breaking it down. Well, I mean, think about how long this has been going on. Think about that at one point, the Thunder at Harden and Durant and Westbrook at Ibaka, and it literally is where the last superstar, you know, closed the door on the way out. It's just been trending this way, and we could say all we want about how small markets can still thrive and look at places like San Antonio and teams can keep people together. 
but they can't. And it's sort of showing again in this case. I mean, think about what the Oklahoma City Thunder had in Harden and Durant and Westbrook and Ibaka over the years and some other players who subbed out for them like Victor Oladipo. It just shows it's hard to keep it together. It's hard to sustain. And I think us in South Florida who got spoiled by the four years of the big three might start to realize that there's an expiration date on all of this and enjoy it while you can. What I also find interesting, too, I thought about this, Ira, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Durant drafted by the Sonics, then moved to Oklahoma City. Westbrook drafted by the Thunder. Harden drafted by the Thunder. Paul George traded to the Thunder. No one's signing with the Thunder willingly as a free agent. Everyone just gets there because of either a trade or draft. Yeah, but then, K-Rush, think about this. Russell Westbrook did re-sign. Paul George did re-sign, so they've done a good job in those moments, and then it sort of gets stale for players, and I think what this all has shown, that Paul George can re-sign and one year later be gone, and Russell Westbrook can add this massive extension that has four years to go and force a trade. I don't want to say the contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on, but if you get a little bit snitty... It seems like you can get out of any situation these days in a league where the players completely are in control. Ira Winterman of the South Florida Sun Sentinel joining us live from Las Vegas. We'll get to some summer league stuff with him in just a moment. Do you think this can work if they may? Um, okay, if they could make all of the money work, Andy Ellisberg works his magic. I'm saying, do you think this could work with Russell Westbrook and Jimmy Butler? Well, let's see. I could be the negative Nancy and say no. I could go with the party line that Pat Riley knows more basketball than I could offer if I did the whole show with you tonight. But all of that said, K-Raj, I have real doubts. Um, you, can, you can load up with all the stars you want. You remember when the Lakers tried to do that with Gary Payton and Carl Malone, and it was just an abject disaster. I do not understand this, and I spoke to NBA executives today at Summer League. When you have two players who are really bad three-point shooters to a degree in Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook, and if you're going to put someone, if he stays like a Bam Adebayo on the floor, I don't see how you space the floor. I don't see how a guy like Justice Winslow, who also likes the ball in his hands, can stay on this roster. So I have questions, unless you want to come to me from the other angle and say, but yeah, this is a league of stars. Just get the stars and figure it out, because look what happened to year two of the big three. When Dwayne Wade got off the ball, became a cutter, gave the ball to LeBron, when Chris Bosh agreed to be a center. So I guess there's always a workaround as well. Because that, yes, exactly. That, you know, the superstars, that that attracts the fans, that Jimmy Butler and a bunch of other guys isn't getting people excited. Russell Westbrook maybe gets people excited. I know he's inefficient shooting the ball, and, and people say his stats are bloated. But at the same time, what is this team with Jimmy Butler and a bunch of other guys, Ira? I feel like they're a 38 win team. Well, I'm going to go a little higher than that, K. Rise, just because, again, the East has stepped back a little with Kawhi leaving, with Boston losing Harford and Kyrie to different teams. So I, I might step up that win total to closer to 500 or a little over. But what I'm really curious about, and again, I asked the same NBA people this today, I said, assuming the Heat trade out the contracts of Dragic and, let's say, Myers Leonard to meet the money and give up a young prospect, let's for argument say Justice Winslow. What does a lineup of Bam Adebayo, Kelly Olynyk, um, Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook, eh, Tyler Hero get you? And I'm not so sure it gets you above sixth in the East either, even with both of those guys there. Milwaukee has a far more complete team, even after losing Malcolm Brogdon. Philadelphia has a lot of pieces, but you know what? The Embiid and Simmons thing works well enough. 
that even when you lose a J.J. Redick, if you're going to keep Tobias Harris and add an Al Horford, you're still going to be pretty good. Brooklyn has some good young players, even without Durant and Kyrie Irving going in there. Indiana is getting Victor Oladipo back by midseason. I don't know if Toronto capitulates or not. I'm curious about that also. So I think you're honestly probably playing for sixth place, even if you get both of those players, sort of like Westbrook was in the Western Conference. Are the Heat the best team in the Southeast if they get Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yes, and you know what? You can win the Southeast Division and I'll make the playoffs. So what does that mean, K-Rodge? Really? Yeah, you can win your division and not make the playoffs. The team with the eight best records in the conference make the playoffs. And if a team at the top of the Southeast is 500 and there's eight teams better, you get a lovely banner, you know, with very fancy embroidery. But that's all. You don't get a playoff berth. When did that change? A few years back when they just went to top eight records, when there wasn't a special seating for conference champions, or for division champions, the only reason division championships matter is in a tiebreaker. It supersedes the other tiebreakers beyond head-to-head. So if teams are tied and they finish with the same record, if one is a division champion, it's basically you're playing for tiebreaker number three. Well, I do agree that if you finish at, let's just say, 39 and 43 and you win your right. division, you should not get in if there are eight teams better than you. And i got to tell you, K-Rodge, also, I agree Charlotte completely starting over, losing Kemba, getting Rozier. I agree with you that Orlando is very meh. I know they brought back Vucevic and Terrence Ross, but what are they really? Washington, basically, John Wall may be out for the season or half the season. They might blow that up also. You know what? The Atlanta Hawks, if the kids grow up on any level between the last two drafts they had, I think they're a team that can contend for a playoff spot and contend for 500. Might even push the heat. My final thing on Russell Westbrook before I move on to other sure. things, that I guess, A, do you think he gets traded? And B, what would be the best option for the Thunder to trade Russell Westbrook to get the most in return? Okay, do I think he gets traded? Yes, 100% Russell Westbrook is traded because I've seen an emotional Russell Westbrook with fans. I've seen an emotional Russell Westbrook with media. And I don't want an emotional Russell Westbrook showing up for the next 82 games in my locker room. So, yes, that gets done. Whether it's later or sooner, I can't tell you. Here's the rub. What do you do when a player says he wants to go to one place, but you have a fiduciary responsibility to your organization to maximize a trade? However, if you send him somewhere where he clearly says he doesn't want to go, how is your franchise looked at going forward, like you mentioned, when you try to get and keep free agents? So... I think if they can get a package of draft picks from Detroit or maybe even Chicago or New York, I think they should strongly consider that. If they want to show that behind Sam Presti and the familial approach in Oklahoma City, they'll do right by their players, like you've seen when, when Kawhi leaves Toronto and the team and, the, and the, the prime minister, the premier in Canada, wishes them the best of luck, you try to do it that way. I think the Thunder might get painted into a corner where they might have to take the heat deal, just to say thank you, Russell Westbrook, for 11 years of loyalty. We wish you the best. Now, looking at the Summer League, and the Heat beat the Magic today, 96-92. You were there in Vegas. Uh, what have been your impressions so far on Tyler Hero? He scored 25 and hit some key free throws late. The kid's terrific, and I think this will translate to the regular season because I think he just has an it factor. He, I know he has a different game, but it reminds me of Jason Williams, the way he dominates the ball, can play the ball, gets an exuberance of getting a rebound or a pass or making a play. 
He's just a guy who plays with basketball joy. And when you are skilled and have basketball joy, usually good things happen. Not as a number one guy. Jason Williams, White Chocolate, wasn't an alpha, but he'll help you. That's impression number one. Impression number two, and this is where I have to step back. Kendrick Nunn has been a thing in Summer League, the player that he signed on the final day of the season. He can get buckets. So if you're going to wind up losing a Deion Waiters eventually or making some moves, I like him also, and I like what Duncan Robinson can do from the three. So you know what? If you can cultivate a couple of players beyond your draft choice, you've had a great Summer League, far more important than the Heat's 6-0 and record in Summer League. Have you seen this guy, uh, Taco Fall, from UCF, who's with the Celtics? Have you seen him play at all? I have, and I just don't know if that translates for any appreciable time. And for as fun as he's been out here, I think he takes you completely out of your game when you run your offense, because why try to do anything except throw a lob to the seven foot nine guy and have him just reach up in his tippy toes and put it in the basket? But I just don't think he has the lateral movement. I don't think he can stay out of foul trouble. And because he's such an awful free throw shooter... I don't think he could do much for you. You know who reminds me of K-Raj? I think he could be a Boban-like guy. I mean, you followed Boban in his various stops, including Detroit and Philly with the Clippers. I think he's the kind of occasional change of pace you throw in there, and for five or ten minutes a night, it throws the other team out of sync, sort of like when you go to his own defense. So I think he's a useful 14th man. Who is the best player you've seen so far in the summer league? Oh, I think Lonnie Walker from uh, the University of Miami, uh, drafted last year by the Spurs in the first round, was injured, spent most of the time with their G League affiliate. I think his time is coming. I think between DeJounte Murray and himself and San Antonio realizing they could lose DeMar DeRozan in a year, I think this could be his breakout year. He has looked very good. Ira Winterman, South Florida Sun Sentinel, always great information. He's out in Las Vegas for the Summer League. The Heat win today against the Magic. We'll see if that translates into a championship. Probably not. But uh, we'll also keep an eye on Russell Westbrook. Thank you so much, Ira. I'll be on next week with you with Russell Westbrook. Thanks, k Thank you so much. Hopefully Russell Westbrook will be here. We'll see. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.